Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. you can't hear me I said amen okay now just the people under the balcony can I have an amen no you see it sounds very weak under the balcony amen okay under the balcony please stand to your feet please stand to your feet okay you see you see you see some people there so it shows you're not even listening to me okay now under the balcony wave at me wave at me God bless you. Okay, it's time for the word of God. And usually, you are the last to stand up. So today, I want to encourage you to stand up first. Amen. It's time for the word of God. Are you excited? Now, today is a special day. Not, can, can you let the people come in? Open, the, open more doors. Pastor Joe, can you help? There seems to be a blockade at the back. I don't know what's going on. Amen. Today is a special day. I don't want to tell you why it's special. I'm going to allow Prophet to tell you himself why it's special. But you are in for a treat. Amen. Now, when you say you are in for a treat, it means you are you should expect something nice to happen. Okay? In case you want to preserve. In case you want to preserve, in for a treat means like something nice is about to happen to you. Amen. So I want you to relax. Today is going to be an experience. It's not, it's not going to be much more than a service. It's going to be an experience. Amen or no amen? Yes. It's going to be like a honeymoon. When you're, you know, when you're on honeymoon, there's no schedule. Like at 8 o'clock, we'll do this. And then at 10 o'clock, we'll do this. Then we, we take a break at 1. And then you just flow. That's why we say, that's why we say, I want the honey, I, I, I can't sing it, I forgot how to say it. I, I, I want the honeymoon to go on. I want the honeymoon to go on and on, on and on, on and on, and on, and on. I'm praying for... Tell it. Why are you testing me on stage? One more time. I want the honeymoon to go on. I want the honeymoon to go on. It sounds like some of my friends used to smoke weed too. But it's a spiritual song. On and on, on and on, on and on, and on. Bishop Henry, you don't look like, like something is going on. You look very serious. <laughs> So we want today, what we are singing is, I want church to go on and on, on and on, on and on, and on. Are you ready for something that's going to go on and on and on and on and on and on? So if you are as excited as I am to find out what the experience is, 
Let's sing that nothing is impossible, which means anything can happen. Yes, you don't know what's going to happen today. So let's sing nothing is impossible as we bring our prophet up to the stage. Everybody singing nothing is impossible. It's impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His word. Hearken to the voice of God to me. Is there anything to hurt me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word for everything. For everything, oh everything. Yes, everything is possible. Come on, fast lovers, help me sing. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His words. I can do the voice of God to be. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, yes, everything is possible. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to the Fest of Experience. Put your hands together as we welcome our pastor, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Hallelujah! Wow! Let us, let us pray. Father which art in heaven, thank you for this moment, this time. We ask you to guide us by your mighty Holy Spirit. Let your will be done. Lead us by your spirit into all truth all of your word all of your ways we are grateful O oh lord in jesus name we pray amen you may be seated beautiful I love you too. Right. Now, we are working very hard for Jesus. Amen. Are you ready to continue working hard for Jesus? Thank God. This morning, I want to share with you about suffering, losing, sacrificing. I want to share with you about the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. Matthew 16, 24. And let us read from verse 22. Matthew 16. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, 
Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Now, but let's read from verse 21. From that time forth, Jesus began to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Amen. So Jesus was supposed to suffer many things from pastors, that is, elders and chief priests. Chief priests are senior clergymen and scribes. Scribes are people who write, writers, specializing in defamation. Slanderers. He was supposed to suffer many things from this group that we see in the Bible. All right? And then he was to be killed in addition to suffering at the hands of these people. The suffering wasn't that he would be killed, he was to suffer at their hands. Then after that, he was to be killed. And then be raised again the third day. All right? Now, so Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Never be it far from thee. God forbid, this shall not be unto thee. Amen. But he turned and said unto him, Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Now, Satan was not the chief priest's. You see, you'd have thought that Satan would be the chief priest whom he was going to suffer at their hands. But that was not the Satan. The Satan was the Peter who was trying to prevent the suffering. Isn't that fantastic? How many find it fantastic? You'd have thought that he would have said, Satan... That chief priest or that clergyman is the Satan. No. The one who was trying to prevent it was the one called Satan. He said, Satan, uh, Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. 
For thou art an offense unto me. For thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. And so you see that when it comes to the things of God, God thinks differently from the way we think. Verse 24. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man, any man, will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Amen. So, I don't know if Keziah can still sing the song, Take Up Thy Cross. I hope she got the words right, in case we need it. Is she there? Find her. <laughs> Lest I have to sing it myself. But let's, let's go back to verse 22. Then Peter, no, no, verse uh, 21, sorry. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples how he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things. He must. Now, the greater your ministry the greater the suffering and the lesser your ministry the lesser the suffering so Jesus Christ to accomplish the will of God had to suffer with the cross so, there are various ways to suffer, just as there are various ways to torture somebody. One of the ways they torture is what they call waterboarding. And they put you in the water and bring you out just as you are about to breathe the water and back in and out. And I understand it is a very terrifying experience. Another way, they put you out in the snow. And while you stand in the snow, they take a teaspoon of water and then they pour over your head. They keep pouring the water over your head which will become ice as it is flowing over you to see how long you can stay
Another way is to remove your nails. All your nails. Hmm? In France, one of the ways the Germans, when they caught um, a collaborator, you know, they had the, the French, the res- resistance. How do you say it in French? Resistance. Yes. La resistance. <laughs> they had to resist the Germans because Germans had taken over the whole of France. And they, they resisted them. And so, but they would bow to them and greet them publicly. But they were resisting. They would blow up their offices and sabotage the railways and all kinds of things to resist the Germans. If they caught you, they had a helmet they put on your head and then they screw it. And as they screw, it gets tighter until it, it, it cracks. It, it cracks the skull. Oh, yes. There are many ways. Another way was they would tie one leg to a rope to one car, one leg to this motorcycle. One hand to this car, motorcycle, and one arm to this one. Do you see? Or to a horse, each. And then everybody go. Oh, yes. Different ways. Another way was to bury you alive with only your head up. So your head, like if it's on the floor here, you see your head out like a a cabbage. (laughs) Here, 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 here. And then when they put you in the ground, they will have about... 10 riders, horses, and then they gallop this way. Yes. If it misses, it goes and then it comes back. I mean, assortment of inventions. And there, there is a museum in, in London called Madame Tussauds. They used to show. I don't think it's there anymore, but they used to show the different methods of torture that they've ever used before. Different. Pray about it. That is why many of them had cyanide capsules. When you capture them, they just chew because it's better, it's better to die than to some of the things they, they do to the people. Oh, yes. Now, In the same way, there are different ways a person suffers. 
when you are serving God, there are different ways by which you suffer. Because suffering is like that. Suffering has, um, suffering has versions and variations and types by which you suffer. Yes. So, solitary confinement, for instance, seven feet by ten feet. I'm six feet, so seven feet this way. So I'm six, so this is seven. That's the length of the, the width times ten feet. Ten feet is here. That's the size. And you stay with only concrete walls. And you see no human being. You don't know whether it's day or night. Yes, we have that. We have only tiredness. Where you stand. And you not sit. Just to stand. Oh, yes. No, the wall is here. You can't sit. But you only stand. No one will beat you. You just stand. Yes. All these are inventions of human beings. And variations of means to torture people. And I'm explaining to you that when it comes to following Christ, there are many things that ways by which you can suffer. Acts chapter 9. Verse Let's look at verse 15. Then the Lord said, that he spoke to the prophet, go thy way. Oh no, let's read from verse 11. The Lord said, arise and go into the street, which is called straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul. For behold, he prayeth. And had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he has done to thy saints. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go thy way. For he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. Verse 16. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. So, to be, to be called and to be chosen will always involve some kind of suffering. Like what I was trying to explain, various types of things induce suffering till you know what it is. Someone I knew who used to fight in the Lebanese. I don't know whether he was in a, 
I don't think he was Hezbollah, but he was in the Lebanese war. He said to me, his brother was caught by the enemy. And what they did to him, and they put him in a, in, a, in a car, in a bus or a truck, and sent them back to them. He said when he saw the brother, the, the brother took a gun and shot his brother because it was too much. I don't want to tell you what they did because he told me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. Yes. So there are different ways by which God takes us through. You are not Christ, so you may not die on any cross. Even these days, we don't have crosses. <laughs> they are all jewelry now. The cross is now jewelry, jewelry, a piece of jewelry. But there are different ways by which you suffer. So you must expect suffering. And it is because people are not prepared to suffer that people don't work for God and people don't fast. Fasting must return. There must be fasting. Tell your neighbor, we are going to fast. As a lifestyle. Yes. So fasting may be the type of suffering that you will be expected to go through. You may not have to die on the cross, but it will be something for you to experience. And this is the reality. When James McKeown James McKeown, who came to Ghana, there was a prophecy. Somebody called him and told him, you, you will be a missionary in Africa. And he told him, listen, I've not, I've not heard of any such calling to my life. Yes. He, he was told with somebody at a meeting. He said, no, 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 no. I haven't received such a calling. But after some time, he came and owned up and said, I've accepted it. I'll go. And when they were going to send him to Ghana, he was coming to Ghana. They delayed his coming to Ghana by one year because they were, uh, they said they were, they didn't have a house for him to stay so they were preparing his accommodation so after one year he got on the ship and came to Ghana when he arrived straight to Asamankesim oh yes and when he got there the house was not ready Yes, after one year of preparation. <laughs> so they said, they put him in a, a type of house which they described in the book that I read 
as a compound house. It was a compound house to share with everybody. Straight from Europe, 1937. Oh, yes. Different experiences for different people. But the first thing, verse 16, I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. If you have come to know God, and you have come to be in the ministry. The first thing is to know what you must suffer. What you must suffer for God. What you must suffer. To stay in a room and pray from morning to evening may be difficult and may be more difficult than walking out uh, and chatting with everybody, socializing. But it may be the suffering that you are to go through. That may be all. But you will be surprised that it will take a toll on you. To ride in a motorcycle rather than a car. Or to ride a bicycle rather than to ride a motorbike. Or to walk rather than to drive. Maybe all that will be required of you. Today's city Christians are prepared to do very little. But I want to tell you, especially all of us who are young enough to hear. There is nothing like God is calling you without suffering. Yeah. So where you see that we cannot pray for a long time you cannot fast you cannot go somewhere and be somewhere for God you got a problem there are various sufferings that uh, we have to go through so get ready get ready uh, I wish I could pray for you that you will not suffer but the greater the calling, the greater the suffering. It says, I will show him what things he has to suffer for my sake. So when Jesus said, take up in 16 verse 24, if any man will come after me, let him take up his cross. That means that he has to take up humility because the cross speaks of humility let him take up obedience because the cross speaks of obedience let him take up suffering let, he should embrace it he should hold it let him take up shame let him take up bad experiences embrace it it's part of ministry I will show you how great things he must suffer. I, I, like the, that's the first thing. Is what you will suffer. Hey. When Paul was speaking about the fact that he was an apostle, he said 
the signs of an apostle, the signs, the signs of an apostle were wrought in me. What is the first sign? Patience. That word means constancy. Constancy. Constant but with C and Y. It's not a name, it's, 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 it's a word. Constant. You go through, you go through, you are still persisting in whatever God has for you. I'm ready to survive. I'm ready to suffer. I'm ready to go through. I'm ready to experience whatever the style of variety or variation of suffering God has chosen for me. I'm ready for it. Rejecting suffering is rejecting your doorway into the next level. I said to reject suffering is to reject your door to the next level. If you offer people, so God wants you to work for him. Oh, really? Where? At um, a sin, whatever. <laughs> uh, my mother, my father, my grandmother, my husband, my friend. No, but when, when I say it's a special package to Ontario, Canada. Last week I, I showed some people Canada. You should have seen the crowd. If I had announced a sin manso. Or I, I announce another far place, which is not even so far. You would have seen people will not because they are rejecting any possible difficulty of suffering of any type or what they perceive to be. And when you reject that, you reject your door because the Bible says that through much tribulation. Through much tribulation, we must enter. That means that tribulation is a door. Acts 14, 22. Tribulation is a door. It's a door through which you go higher. It's a door through which you learn war. It's a door through which you get to the next level. And as people reject it, they keep on re rejecting the door to the next thing. That God has for them. So dear friend. You can never. 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 Say. That you reject. The cross. You have to accept. Whatever variety. Of suffering. God has chosen. For you. Maybe your suffering will be to make a big sacrifice of money. Or of a house or a car or something or even just a privilege that you say oh no thank you 
Rejection is a type of suffering that you never know is suffering until you experience it. Rejection. When James McEwan came to Ghana in 1937 or so, he immediately had malaria. And you see, malaria is something that had killed so many people. But by that time, the church which he was part of, apostolic, had reached a point where they had also come to believe in miracles. And they did not believe in going to the doctor. So James McKeown also believed in healing, but not to that extreme. But as he lay in Azamankesi dying, somebody reported it to the British commissioner who was based at Chebi, Kibi, that this British man has just come and he's dying. So the, the commissioner who was in charge of that area organized a car or organized something and transported him from Asamankese to European hospital. Do you know European hospital? Rich hospital. Rich hospital. Yes. Yes. European hospital. And within a few days, he was okay. But because of that, the church rejected him. Yes. They said, no, we don't, we don't need you. He doesn't, he doesn't have power. Doesn't believe in miracles. So he had to leave that, that church. And then he moved to Winneban. Yeah. To start all over again. Yes, that, but that was the beginning of more troubles. Are you listening to me? Oh, yes. You see, the type of suffering, he, his, the suffering that he experienced, he didn't die from it. In fact, in 1982, he told them, it's enough. I've done my best. I'm, I'm living. I, feel, I don't feel well. I don't feel normal. I don't feel whatever. So he left, he, le- he handed over the church of Pentecost to then uh, appointed somebody and left. And when he came back, he came back again to visit in 1984. Yeah. But that was the last time. He never came again. 1989, 4th of May. He went home to be with the Lord. Yeah, a great man. In 1988, the Lord had anointed me and said to me, from today you can teach. Yes. Yes. It was less than a year. He was no, he was no more there. 
He went through fires. I don't know the type of suffering, but once God has called you, you must know that, look, as for suffering, you, will suffer. you are not called to a life of, like, just happiness. We are happy. No, but you see, we, we, we are suffering with joyfulness. You see, that's why Colossians 1.1 says that, and the Lord strengthen you with might according to his glorious power unto all patience with long suffering and joyfulness. It goes with the joyfulness. Long suffering is a word, longanimity. Longanimity. Longus. Longus and animity, animated, animated, full of life. Long, full of life. Stays long, full of life. Long animity. Strengthen according to his glorious power and to all patience, which is constancy. Constancy and suffering for a long time, enjoying for a long time with joyfulness. That we, it doesn't mean that we are not, we are not going to have a concert or we are not going to rejoice or no <laughs> but if you think that there is no struggle and suffering in God and in Christ you come to the wrong place the higher the calling the more there is the suffering different kinds of sufferings when James McEwan traveled abroad for vacation, he had a pastor called J.A.C. Anaman. He put him in charge. Oh, yes. And when he traveled one time, the animal took over eh, and said that James McEwan is out and that he is now the one, the new chairman of the church. It wasn't called Pentecost, it was called something apostolic of Ghana something. He took over and ousted McKeown as he had traveled. Huh? Are you listening to the story? You see, there are different types of... So when he came back, he was able to reverse it. Yes, but that was not the end of the troubles. Some laymen, a group of them, they came together and they said, no, that time Ghana had just had independence. And they came with the slang, white man, black man, that, you know, things in Ghana must be run by indigents. You know what is indigent? Bring it on the thing because I read that word in the book, indigents. We have a right to manage our own affairs. 
Yes. Independence has just happened. We have a right to manage our own affairs. So they created trouble for him and intensified the issues and escalated the matter to the level of the government. Yes. Church issues. And when it got to the highest, it got to the highest level. I think the minister of it got to the minister of education and whatever. So they set up the Blay Commission. The Blay Commission to look into James McEwan. Huh? I'm talking about sufferings. So when they set up the Blay Commission, the Blay Commission came up with a report. Organized by a sect after Anaman had tried to overthrow him, it, did, it, it overthrew him back. Then these people also came with another way. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Some group of lay people, God forbid that lay people do that. Hey, then they set up the Blake, the Blake Commission came up with the report. You know what the Blake Commission said? The Blake Commission said that. They have found adverse findings against James McEwan and that they recommend that he should be deported from Ghana. Yes. You see, he was the focus, just like Moses was the focus. He was the focus of the attack. They wanted him out. So they sent it to Kwame Nkrumah, who has just become a president, for Kwame Nkrumah to sign the deportation order. So just as they were about to sign the deportation order, another group also came together. And the group that wanted Makiwon to go came to demonstrate at Flagstaff House. This plaster house. They came to demonstrate there. And then another group that didn't want James McEwan to be deported also came to demonstrate. They were all at the gates. Yes. And somebody who knew the chief security officer of Kwame Nkrumah made a way to, to tell the person that what these people are doing is not right. So they were all waiting for Kwame Nkrumah to deport or not to deport, to sign. Charlie, people are wicked though. Like you have made a, a, a report that the man should be deported. The founder of the Church of Pentecost. Yes. His life he has been there giving, I mean, traveling, working. People are liars and wicked. You may not have a cross, but it's a type of suffering. Then Kwame Nkrumah came out and said that he will not sign the deportation and the one condition that the name of the church must be changed from apostolic to another name. So then they chose the name Church of Pentecost. You will not clap for uh, 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 the right thing. Yeah. Osajifu, Kwame Nkrumah. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Nineteen sixty two, then the name came. Nineteen sixty two. Then we had Church of Pentecost. So he continued to labor and to work in Ghana and build this church that we see. He was a man of discipline. So he would dismiss people organize the church doing meetings and me traveling working they never had a child different kinds of suffering never had a child he took all the africans as his children never had a child i'm explaining to you that there's nothing like christianity without suffering and the greater the calling various things are assigned you would think that it is like natural or it is something that is just happening but it is spiritual and today where are all these people where is anaman where is the blade commission where are all these people where are the people that wanted to deport him where are the organizers of all this trying to create like is he's a white man we know we need our own a black governing this whatever fantastic all i'm saying today is that there are different types of suffering. Galatians 2.20. I've almost finished preaching. Oh, yes. What again do you want to hear? Hmm? Those of you online, remember, different kinds of suffering. And I, want, I thank God for the, many of the people in America. You know, maybe they, 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 they are, I mean, our church members. Many of them have sacrificed to build churches. Maybe they may not be on the field doing it, but another way of making an offering to the Lord. Amen. Are you still around? Hmm. crucified with Christ everybody say I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live oh yes you see when you take up your cross and you embrace your suffering you 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 enter into a new life a new life that is you see, he said, nevertheless, I live. Look, look, this is a very famous verse. Regina had a vision and he saw this verse. The Lord, told, he, he took him to a mountain. He said, you are on the level of Galatians 2.20. It helps me always to remember this verse. He was up in the mountain in the vision to the level of Galatians 2.20. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Now, the life which I now live, you see, the life which I now live in the flesh, you will never experience the life you would have actually lived. You see, my life that I would have lived, that I'm living now, that's not the life I would have lived if I have not embraced my cross. I had to embrace my suffering and my cross to experience a life that I'm living. He said, look at it, he said, the life that I now live. You see, he's still alive. The life I now live in the flesh. 
You see, we have two options. A life you live in the flesh, following the, accepting the suffering, or another life you live in the flesh, which has nothing to do with suffering. It's like an original life. But there is a higher and a greater life if you embrace the cross you have a different life, I promise you, altogether. If you embrace the cross of Jesus Christ. The life I now live. 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 I live by the grace of God. By the faith of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. The life I now live. The life I'm living now. It's a different life. Yes. You see, if you don't embrace fasting... You don't embrace prayer. You don't embrace missionary work. You don't embrace obedience. You don't embrace even tithing. You don't embrace even giving offering. Anything that has any kind of pinch on you. You don't embrace putting aside pornography, fornication, adultery. You don't embrace leaving behind drugs and smoking and all these things. You are not going to see a certain life. That is actually intended for you to live. The life I now live. The life I now live. In the flesh. I live by the faith of God. Of the son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. That's why you can't stop fornicating. Because you are not prepared to suffer. Are you still around or you are, you, you are leaving? Oh, yes. Lift your hand and say, I'm crucified with Christ. The life I now live. Say, the life I now live. Some of you can't even take an Uber to come to church. But you can take three buses to go to Paga to go and visit a boyfriend from Burkina Faso. Accra Kumasi Kumasi Tamale Tamale Paga to meet your boyfriend who is coming from Wagadugu to meet you at the border to go and sleep in the hotel at Paga and look at crocodiles in the afternoon. Galatians chapter 6 verse 14. But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. I've sucked the world from my life through the cross and the suffering of Jesus Christ. I've sucked the world. I have had me, I have hardly any worldly friend. I don't, I, don't, I don't know people in the world. The world is crucified to me. The world is crucified. Some of you, you think the world is near you. The world is near you. The world is in your room. He <laughs> said, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I am also crucified unto the world. The world who don't see me. 
come to church on Sunday and you are grooving in the nightclub with a man you don't know his name and you are grooving and smooching in the nightclub with somebody you don't know his name how do you find your way to the world how do you have all these worldly friends show me your friend I'll show you your character so Paul said that, you see by the cross when you embrace the sufferings and the, the crucifixion, the cross of Jesus, the world dies to you. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, world. Is that a song like that? Goodbye, world. I'll stay no longer with you. Goodbye, pleasures of sin. I'll stay no longer with you. I made up my mind to go God's way. Rest of my life, I made up my mind to go God's way. The rest of my life, Amen. God forbid, tell your neighbor, God forbid, God forbid that I should glory saving the cross of Jesus Christ by whom the world is crucified to me, and I am crucified to the world. I suck the world for my life. Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet, everybody. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm crucified with Christ. God forbid that I should glory saving the cross of Jesus Christ. Listen. Embrace suffering. For a young lady whose heart has followed a deceptive man who has charmed you beyond the level that you ever know and your heart has followed the man and your heart has gone to the man and you know I must lay this man on the altar and burn him to whom the world is crucified to me and I am crucified to the world and a new life will begin say goodbye to the world say goodbye to the worldly boys worldly girls worldliness worldly dressing worldly places worldly everything say goodbye say goodbye say goodbye goodbye worldly friends Goodbye, worldly friends. God forbid that I should glory set in the cross of Jesus Christ by whom the world is crucified to me and I am crucified to the world. Oh, what a great life God has planned for you if you only embrace the cross of Jesus Christ. Take up your cross and follow him. Deny yourself and follow him. Take up your cross. If any man come to me and hate not his brother, his sister, his father, his mother, his wife, his children, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. You cannot be a disciple except you embrace Lift your hand and commit yourself to God. Lord, we are ready to suffer 
whatever is necessary. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, we praise you and we thank you. We love you. We give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless everyone as we gather here and as we are in your presence with the grace. Put your hand on your heart as you embrace the cross. Pray to God for a moment yourself. Lord, I'm ready to follow and embrace whatever suffering and any experience, however you, however you choose, Lord, I'm ready to embrace that level of suffering for your name's sake. For tribulation is a door to your life and to your ministry. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. And for somebody here, even to say sorry is like a big sacrifice to you. Okay, then say sorry so that you may embrace the cross. Father, we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus, maybe somebody invited you to church today. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. Lift it up high. Father, thanks, Amelia, for your blessing that you give to us, for everyone who is giving their life to Jesus. If you are here today, Jesus is stretching out his hand to you. He says, come to me, all ye that labor. Come and take the cross and suffer for Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, wherever you are, lift your hand and come to me. I'm counting up to three. If you are here, I will pray with you. If you want to give your life to Jesus. Let us pray. Say this prayer. Those of you who are in the front, say this prayer with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to God. Have mercy on me. I can't hear you say, have mercy on me. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Make me a new person. Cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I humble myself and I take Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. I put everything on the altar and I sacrifice everything for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Yeah. Hello. Hello. What's your name? Yes. Huh? Kezia. Listen. Today is the beginning of a new life for you. Okay? God, God has, a, has marked you. And God, God is going to bless you. But you see, you have to turn around, really turn around.
You must turn around. You understand around turn? Yeah. Turn around completely. Walk away from everything. And follow Jesus. Kezia, are you listening to me? All right. God bless you. Go this way, please. Go this way. Oh, put your hands together. There's power here, I tell you. There's power here. God is blessing people. God is saving people. In Jesus' name. Take your communion. The body of Jesus Christ. May this bring you much healing and deliverance. The body of Jesus. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Now the blood. Now listen. God has shown me some people you are in prison but he told me that you are going to be let out of prison and redeployed you see how in Russia they release prisoners to go to war oh yes somebody here or watching me you are coming out of jail I see you being set free by the blood of the lamb Walk free. Walk free from all your mistakes and your sins. The blood of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands for your blessing. May multiplied blessings come upon you. May you walk free from every chain, every imprisonment, and every confinement. You are set free by the blood of the Lamb. The Lord bless you. And the Lord make his face to shine on you. Every anger of the Lord towards you is ended. May you now experience the joy and the pleasure and the favor of the Lord. I see somebody here you are supposed to die put, everybody put your hand on your head any death that is approaching you in the name of Jesus we cancel the spirit of death and every appointment with death in the name of Jesus be delivered be delivered be set free in the name of Jesus Christ May you be delivered from every appointment with death in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for the grace. Thank you for the help. Thank you for the power. Thank you for the grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Be blessed right now put your hand on your heart may every disease in you be healed I pray for healing for you healing 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 from every disease be healed 
In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.